You're listening to The Whole Truth, a Resources Rising Stars podcast. Hello and welcome to the next episode of The Whole Truth podcast. I'm Paul Armstrong. Investors will look at Gateway Mining and see it's got a market capitalisation of $9 million and a resource of more than 500,000 ounces in the heart of Western Australia and say, this doesn't quite add up. It's a fair conclusion, but when you talk to Mark Cossum, the Managing Director, you can realise why the market hasn't been red hot on the stock. Mark has done a lot of hard work below the waterline over the past 12 months, identifying new targets at the Montague project as part of his strategy to grow that half a million ounce resource. It's unsexy work, it's hard work and relatively thankless in the eyes of the market. But he came to the end of that process late last year and got back on the drill rig. Instant success. So a couple of great results with the first two holes at a new prospect, drilling ongoing, assays pending. He also has a fascinating copper target, which has a big anomaly in it, and we know from historic drilling is copper in the area. What explains this anomaly, Mark is trying to work out. As we recorded this podcast, drilling was underway, assays were pending from other holes at the gold prospects, and the $9 million market cap looks like it's poised to take off on the back of good assays. Mark's a thoroughly decent bloke. He's prepared to be patient. He's backed by the great Kerry Harmanis and Kerry Harmanis' lieutenant in the Jubilee days, Peter Langworthy. Highly regarded for investing in thorough exploration. They're both forensic, they're patient, they're thorough, and you can see that model being put to work at Gateway. I think you'll really enjoy this podcast and get an appreciation of a company that's done the hard work and has now arrived. Mark, people would look at Gateway Mining and see a, a nine-odd million dollar market cap, a resource of 526,000 ounces in the heart of Western Australia and say, hey, these numbers don't add up. Well, why, why, should I, why do I smell a rat? Yeah, look, Paul, it's a, it's a good question and one I get often. Um, there is this bit of, uh, you know, sort of things don't quite sort of match up there. And, you know, we, I guess the thing was it's been tough for a lot of juniors lately and, and a lot of gold juniors in particular but also last year we, uh, you know, deliberately embarked on this this strategy of, of looking for these step change discoveries in the project. We'd, we'd spent the last the few years before that gradually building up those resources to over half a million ounces but realised we needed to to really kick the project along. So we, 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 we did that hard work last year. We took a deliberate decision at the beginning of last year to go back to a bit more of a grassroots exploration feel and, um, you know, did a lot of early stage work, which isn't really sexy work, particularly in a tough market, but but we saw the end of last year that, that things really started to um, to pay off for us from an exploration strategy point of view. But you're right, from a value point of view, you know, where, you know, nine million bucks, it's it's a bit, it's a bit over $10 a, a, an enterprise value per ounce um, valuation on the company. And, and if you look at recent transactions in the market for juniors, you know, they've been done at sort of $80, $90 an ounce. So there's a real sort of value value discrepancy there, but that's an opportunity for people, I think, and that's a, that's a great thing. I mean, at $900 million, it would seem ridiculously cheap. You know, there, there's shells out there with next to no assets with that sort of valuation mm. or, or close to. Yep. And you here you have more than half a million ounces right in the middle of Western Australia. I think Gateway established that resource pretty quickly, didn't it, some time ago. Uh, looked like it was sort of off to the races, but then, as you rightly say, you, you sort of got this realisation that you needed to to go to the next level, you know, one, one and a half, two million ounces has become a, a genuine, scalable West Australian gold operation. You had to stand back from it and do what you call re- relatively tough work or boring work. Yeah. You know, the hard yards below the waterline mean, you know, uh, geophysics and sampling, I, I assume, and that sort of thing. 
you did say that that's resulted in a whole lot of targets towards the end of last year and you got back on the drill rig not long before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, did the targeting process work? Oh, absolutely. It was it was really worthwhile. And, um, yeah, we sort of got to that point where we'd, you know, did a lot of drilling around where some, some open pit mining was undertaken in the early 90s and, and, yeah, we got into a couple of new things there and got to half a million ounces. But I suppose one of the big things there was we recognised that that Montague system was a million ounce system as it stood, but we hadn't explored, you know, there was another sort of 40 kilometres of strike that really hadn't been explored. So that we went, right, you know, let's go and, and go back to first principles, if you like. So we went back, we, we, we got in some consultant structural geologists to, um, to help us pull apart the, the existing data that we had, went back through our drill database and re, recompiled our whole understanding of the belt. Um, we undertook some geophysics, uh, including a, a two-dimensional seismic survey, which really helped us look in that that sort of vertical vertical component, if you like, below surface, and see what's going on. And yeah, it was definitely worthwhile. I mean, we we come up with a number of targets. We started doing some soil sampling, um, a lot of sort of ground truthing of things, and 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 you know, some of the big things that come out of it was we we really started to question the the status quo in terms of how th- people thought about the belt and what was going on. Um, and one of the great ones when we started getting out drilling was at Duplex where we, we'd identified this rock type, which, um, you know, in theory, when you look at other deposits in the belt and other deposits elsewhere in WA, it should be a great place for gold, but nothing had really been found previously. We sort of persisted there a bit more and, um, yeah, just in, drilled in December, uh, put a couple of holes uh, into the target there and got 18 metres at five grams per tonne, which was a great, great sort of, um, you know, first up hit to get. And, Importantly, that was about 100 metres below surface, so this wasn't some sort of near-surface effect. This is, a, you know, this is real. It's got real alteration around it, and we're pretty excited by it. So that in itself is, has been uh, vindication, but there's plenty more to go there, that's for sure. So let's look at Duplex. This is obviously the first one that, that flowed from the, the target identification process that you did last year. As you say, a stunning hit first up. Uh, got scope to become a major contributor towards that growing that half a million ounce resource. Tell us about the follow up. You you got back on the rig at Duplex after that hit. Yep. Um, you're obviously trying to see how big is the Duplex find. Yeah, yeah. So we we just finished a couple of weeks ago. We finished a follow up RC program. We managed to after getting those assays back, we managed to to source the rig at short notice to go and and immediately follow up. Um, I suppose one of the big things that come out of it is when we went back and looked at what made up that 18 metres at five, and there was another intercept into the same structure um, about 100 metres away, uh, 12 odd metres at 1.2. Um, we recognised there was a pretty distinct um, alteration effect in the rocks, which showed up in the geophysics. So when we went back and looked at our geophysics, we could really see there was you know almost a kilometre of strike potential there. Um, and so we, we immediately grabbed the RC rig and went back and we're just waiting for those assays now. They're, Finished a couple of weeks ago, so over the course of the next sort of, you know, three weeks, four weeks, we should start to see those assays roll through. But it's um it's pretty exciting to see what the potential is there. So those assays could be a bit of a game changer if you get more of the same. Mm. You've obviously got something pretty substantial in your hands at Duplex, but it wasn't just Duplex that you you came up with, was it? You, you there's other targets. So what's the drilling plan over the next few months? Yeah, look, so Duplex has been great, um, and we are obviously going to push that, you know, pretty hard and results dependent, but um, it all looks good. Um, the, you know, some of the other stuff that come out of it, there's a lot of a lot of uh, slightly earlier stage targets which uh, come out of the soil sampling program, which over the course of the next sort of three, four months or so will get tested with a bit of air core drilling as well. So 
these are brand new targets. Um, you know, there's one which we call the Montague North target. That's sitting right up the northern end of our, our tenement, so about uh, you know sort of thirty odd k's north of of Montague and and duplex where that is. Um, so this is this is in a completely new area on the same structure, but in completely new area hasn't really been explored previously. That's exciting. Uh, we got another one over at a, a place called Grace Darling, which is on our western side of our tenement group. Again, a lot of old workings, a lot of gold there, soil anomaly, but but no no drilling historically. So another another exciting target, early stage, but we'll get the drill rig out there. Um, but I suppose one of the things that sort of come out of left field, which which surprised us um, out of this whole process last year, is we we went back and and uh, particularly after the two-dimensional seismic survey, we, we, we started to look at what, you know, what way the rocks were dipping and come up with a bit of a different idea. And, and we went back through at the same time, independently, but at the same time looking at our reprocessing all the old geophysics. Um, there's an old copper target there from the, uh, around 2012, 2013 that Gateway had been working on called Flame Tree. And um, that was always pursued as this VMS-type model uh, never sort of went anywhere. A lot of, lot of near-surface copper, but never went anywhere at depth. And we went and had another look at it. Um, and all this work that we'd been doing suggested to us that actually all the rocks were dipping the other way, which meant that um, none of the drilling was effective in testing it at depth. So that compiled with the geophysical interp, come up with the same uh, interpretation, but also identified this big anomaly at depth um, from some of the, uh, the ground electromagnetic surveys which had been done never been tested so uh you know this become a compelling target for us that we couldn't ignore it's you know got an existing intercept of you know about four meters at a percent copper half a percent nickel um pges and cobalt so real sort of magmatic uh magmatic signature which is completely different to what was looked at previously and, and this is exciting for us so that sits on the montague project too but it's a very different obviously arrangement than you've got it where you've got the resources and and the duplex target, yep. for example. Yeah, so that's that's a couple of kilometres northeast of where our gold resources so are. It gives you a second ticket in the lottery. It does, and, and it was something we didn't deliberately go down the base metal path, but it was we, this target sort of come up and it and it just become compelling. And I suppose base metals and gold exploration can kind of be done concurrently. It's not a it's not a big technical leap to go from one to the other. We we use the same techniques, uh, the same sampling. We just you know assay for different elements at the same time. So we thought. We can't ignore this. This is potentially real value for shareholders. And then not only that, once we started to look at Flame Tree, which you know we're, we're currently drilling at the moment, we're putting a hole in to test that that anomaly. Um, so tell us about that, because in terms of news flow and and leveraging this this minute market cap of nine odd million dollars, yep. you're putting a hole into Flame Tree now. Yeah, what, what uh, testing aiming to go right through the guts of the anomaly, presumably. Th that's right. Yeah. So this EM anomaly at depth, um, we put it. We're putting a diamond hole into that. Uh, we did, uh, with that RC program at Duplex in December, we did a, a single hole there as well just to test this theory that we had on the rocks dipping the other way, which was, which was, which was correct. So we're putting a diamond hole straight into it now. And, um, yeah, look, this is, this, is, this is really interesting for us because, uh, you know, that target just stood up and um, we, we had to go and drill it. We saw it as a real, a real source of value for shareholders, um, particularly a, a market cap of $9 million. But, but not only that, it was just... Um, you know, something that, that really could, you know, change the project. We had the project. We didn't have to go out and buy a new project or anything like that. It was sitting there right in front of us. So we uh, we felt like we owed it to shareholders to put a hole into it. So presumably in a week or so, you're going to have a pretty good idea, maybe a couple of weeks of, of what's what sits down in that anomaly. Mm, yeah, that's right. So we'll put the hole into it, have a look at the rocks, and then uh, obviously process that core and, 
and assay it and the like. Um, you know, it, it is a it is a, uh, a a new target and these and these these base metal targets. You know, they're a little bit different to gold in the way that you sort of build them up and and test them. But still, um, you know, we'll have some some pretty good data coming out in the next yeah yeah the next few weeks. That's for sure. And drilling elsewhere. Yep. So obviously, I talked about before that uh, some of the other gold. Um, gold anomalies that we've generated over the last sort of six to nine months, we'll start to put some holes into them. Um, and then also at, Fl- at Flame Tree, the, the, the one of the the, um, the sort of upsides of that is we recognise that uh, right near Flame Tree is a whole big um, uh, sort of mafic intrusive complex from a geological point of view, but uh, the same sort, sorts of rocks, I suppose, the best way to put it. And um, a lot of Copper and nickel exploration was done there, and I know nickel's not the greatest thing at the moment, but definitely the copper side of it is really intriguing. And um, you know that was done in the late seventies, early eighties by by Inco and CRA, and then there's some great intercepts there. You know things that, at surface basically, and um, not a lot of work has been done since then. So that's a real opportunity for us to carry on from what we learn at Flame Tree and and continue to sort of build on that um, that sort of you know base metals pipeline there um, again. Yeah, complementary to our gold exploration. It's not distracting us. It's something that we can do at the same time. But it's another, another, uh, another potential source of value for shareholders. Exactly. Now, there's some pretty successful explorers and businessmen behind this company who obviously share the faith and see the leverage in this stock. Um, Mr. Kerry Haman is well known to many of our listeners. Yep. The the man behind success stories like Jubilee, among others, has ten odd percent of the stock. Yep. Uh, he's obviously a believer. Absolutely. Yeah. Kerry's been. Uh, a really supportive shareholder, you know, for the last nearly six years now, uh, when the, the company was sort of recapitalised back in 2018 and reset, and uh, he's been there uh, coming to the last raising. He's been he's been great to have around. Obviously, like you say, you know, his uh, his background and knowledge of the industry and and what's going on and and you know what makes a successful company is, you know, I, I chat to him as regularly as I can and uh, and try and draw on that as as much as possible, but he's he's a, a really supportive shareholder, yeah. And Kerry's a big believer in uh, doing the hard yards, isn't he, in exploration, doing the, the grunt work, the sort of targeting exercises that you've been doing. He's not a man to look for a short a shortcut. He's He wants to work things up. He, he's the first to say he's not a geologist, but he clearly believes in, in good geology. That's how he's made his money. That's right. And his discoveries. And so, you know, he's, he, he's patient and he's forensic and committed. And Peter Langworthy, uh, who was one of his key lieutenants at Jubilee, yep. finding the Cosmos discovery among other things, and, and Peter has five odd percent of the stock. Yeah, that's right. Um, and Pete was uh, was on the board uh, previously; was sort of instrumental in getting me involved in the company. Um, but still, while he stepped off the board, he's still involved in a, in a technical role with Gateway um, as a consultant, second biggest shareholder as well. Um, again, real believer in the project. Um, was was the, the guy driving that recapitalisation in 2018 that I talked about and really resetting Gateway to becoming solely focused on this Montague project um, and, and and Pete loves it and he's uh, again you know a real key key mind to have around the company successful background good geo uh, good corporate operator as well so um, you know he he helps us out a lot he's widely recognised as an outstanding geologist isn't he particularly exploration front I mean, I mean when it comes looking at things like the flame tree anomaly. And that targeting exercise, you probably wouldn't get much better than Peter. He's, he's highly regarded. Oh, definitely from from yeah, with that in particular, been leaning on Pete. But even his gold, he's got an extensive gold exploration background as well. And um, yeah, just uh, you know, it's always good to have. I think with good companies, you have good people involved, you know, and that's that's what we really tried to do. And um, you know, the board again, we we have got a good good balanced skill set there. People involved in successful ventures, 
from a technical point of view, we have, you know, good people involved. And I think that's what really helps, um, you know, Gateway, set Gateway up and, and is going to be really a thing driving us forward. It seems Gateway is right at a pivotal mo- moment in its evolution, doesn't it, Mark? You're at a point where uh, you've done what the market would deem to be relatively unsex- unsexy, unrewarding work over the past 12 months, uh, but very necessary work in terms of lining up what you can drill. Yeah. Uh, I think the market cap probably reflects the fact that you've done uh, that unsexy work, but uh, some success with the drill bit now would obviously be a game changer for you, and the leverage at nine million dollars would be enormous. Oh, that's that's dead right. Yeah, you're right. The, the market doesn't necessarily uh, isn't always interested in that type of work, but if you look at all these, you know, companies that create value through exploration, and that's what we're aiming to do at Gateway. You know, you got to do that work, and you got to do the the unsexy stuff. And you know, occasionally you hear stories of people getting lucky. But uh, but really, you know, th- that stuff goes on in the background, and not everyone's aware of it. But it's it's the it's the important building blocks for being able to get out there and, and put a drill hole into a great ore body. Um, you know, you sort of you stand on the shoulders of a lot of work that, that goes on before you. Yep. Successful investors talk about you know picking the optimum time to get into a stock, particularly a junior explorer. You know, when that hard yards work is being done, they would probably say we don't need to be there for that. We want to come along. When that work's been done, but before the drill rig starts churning out good results and the price goes up, yep. you'd be right in that little sweet spot, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Yep, that's right. It's, uh, you know, the value's there in the company. Uh, the good thing too is we're, you know, we're not purely a speculative exploration play too. Yeah, we've, we've got over half a million ounces of resources in a part of WA. Um, you know, there's, there's, it's in the Murchison Goldfields of WA. There's, there's operating gold mines all around us. It's an active gold mining area. Um, so, you know, we have real tangible assets as well as the, the uh, you know the exploration upside if you like to put it that way um, and there's there's real oh, I mean every MD will say it, but I I think that there's real value for for shareholders or potential shareholders in Gateway at these sorts of levels. Well, Mark, we look forward to seeing the assays coming out of Duplex and that hole at Flame Tree could be could be one for the ages, couldn't it? I mean that's <laughs> that's the sort of hole that can uh, can make you as a company. So we'll certainly keep a close eye on that. Thanks very much for your time today. I think we can see that uh, you've done a lot of hard work. Uh, you're now onto the drill, drilling. This is why investors put money into small companies. They want to see companies drill and get out there and talk about it. And you're doing both of those things, so we watch it with interest. Thanks very much. Thanks, Paul. You've been listening to the Whole Truth, a Resources Rising Stars podcast, produced by Resource Media, hosted by Paul Armstrong for Red Corporate. Please note that Reed Corporate does not provide investment advice and investors should seek personalised advice before making any investment decisions.